Good morning, and welcome to Being the Change Now. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, Ashmani. Our assignment. This week, notice life as change in you and around you. Notice transiency as an essential quality of existence. Notice the truth of the teacher's statement, it will pass. Notice life's ebbs and flows, its appearances and disappearances, its comings and goings. Notice your experience of being ever-changing. Notice what it feels like to be in the rhythm of Kia, just arising. Also notice conditioned mind's attempts to seize the moment, to capture it in memory, ossify it into sameness, wrestle it into the continuity of narrative. Notice how life rolls on sublimely indifferent to ego's grasping. As always, RL. All right, here's our first caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hello, Sherry and Ashwini. This is Tria. Hello, Sangha. Hi, Tria. What are you seeing? Well, um, I love the assignment so much. I'm on a really amazing vacation right now. Um, And it feels like it's very easy to practice with just arising. And... So I guess there have been things on the trip where things that could have been like bothersome sounds or um, energy and it's not bothersome at all when it's just kind of in this field of comings and goings. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate that. Um, I appreciate the assignment very much. And I suppose at times ego wants to tell me that it's not available um, in this continuous way in my, like, everyday Of course life. it does. Uh-huh. Of course it does. <laughs> but it's, Can you it's imagine really... where ego would be if you just continued having that focus? <laughs> yes, I, can't. I could. Because it's, mm-hmm. what, what happens is it just has almost no power at all in in the moments where it's just strengthened by being able to consistently just stay with it because everything's new. I'm in a new place and it's really magical. The quality of our life, the quality of our life is determined by the focus of our attention. So there you are on vacation and you really are where you want to be. And so your attention is on where you are. And Mm -hmm. so you're having a lovely time. Then we get back into our regular life and we start believing stories about this is hard and I don't want to and why this and blah, 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 and the attention goes to ego and we get miserable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, what just what keeps arising over and over is just how um, thankful, you know, lucky, I feel really lucky, but just so thankful that that I know that, you know, that right. we, we all have this practice and by some amazing grace we just have this practice. And just by listening to the shows and calling in, just how much more it's strengthened knowing that we're here in numbers with this just incredible shift in focus. That's um, right. And you know what? It's just as available at home as it is on vacation. Yeah. 
had a really strong um, experience yesterday because I'm at the Mendocino Coast um, where the big river meets the ocean. was on a um, bicycle for a lot of the day going along this water. And I stopped at one point and just heard, um, kind of heard yours and Ashwini's voices in a, for a moment in my head saying, recalibrate to life. And I stood in this one spot with my eyes just really open, um, just staring into this light that was shining through this tree and had like such a deep felt sense experience of what that means or um, meaning isn't the right word necessarily, but you know, just a direct experience of that recalibration to a whole different frequency. And it just occurs to me that like just really stopping and allowing that to happen sometimes just laying down these new pathways, you know, in the nervous well, system. Yes. yes, Tria. And what goes along with that that you can calibrate to is the information that came to you that encouraged you to do that. Yeah. Right? That's where we're that's where we're going. Right? That's the still small voice. It may have sounded like Ashwini and me. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it was the still small voice. Right? And yeah. then and you did it. You followed it. You ego didn't you didn't let ego come in and say, oh, well, but you know, I need to blah 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 blah. Right? It mm-hmm. stop and recalibrate to life. You did it and there you are. So you've got the whole package. The whole package. So thank you very much for making the package very shiny and (laughs) ever-present. Well, thank you to you. (laughs) So happy. (laughs) So happy. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Oh, that was lovely, Sherry. And here we go. Here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hello, it's Catherine. Hey, Catherine, what do you see? Yeah. Um, Yeah, uh, start meeting keeps tossing me off this call, so I'll give it a try here. But if I disappear, something happened. Um, I, wow, I just saw, been seeing this week uh, regarding transients, that what what, uh, ego does, and I've known this for a long, long time, but I just saw it in a different way, that I'll be enjoying myself, and I would think, oh, gosh, this, what a beautiful day, or what a good time I'm having, or, you know, whatever it is. And ego will come in and say, yes, well, this will, this will pass. <laughs> or in, so many, uh-huh. in, so, in so many words, like, uh, and, and, and sometimes it's, yes, and you're going to die soon, and you won't ever get to have these experiences, and just mm-hmm. turn it into a tragedy. Mm-hmm. So I'm having a good time, mm-hmm. and it gets turned into a tragedy. And what, yes. uh, even though I see this, and I know it's ego, it has it it it, it is sometimes challenging. I guess I get identified is what happens because mm-hmm. it sometimes gets challenging to get back to, yeah, well, so I'm going to die, so big deal. I want to enjoy this moment, you know, kind of. Mm-hmm. I can do it, but it it's sometimes very challenging. But um, I was what I saw this week, um, and just in all of the conversations on the calls, 
that that just robs me of my life. That whole mm-hmm. that conversation just robs is stealing my life. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm here. I am alive now. I am not yet dead. Mm-hmm. I want mm-hmm. to enjoy this. Yes, mm-hmm. I will die. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So several things about that, right, Catherine, that, uh, you know, in this story that we're looking at, it too shall, this too shall pass, is a matter of fact statement from a Zen master, right? Right, 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 right. And, and there's a way in which the authority of life gets taken over by the authority of ego in exactly the way that you are describing, that yes. here I am enjoying life, and that comment comes in, not as not in the not in the teaching way that the Zen teacher said it, uh, but in a way to cause suffering, right? Yes, yes. And so you know, you notice that that anything that is true is is marked by ego or mutated by ego to to cause us to suffer because it redirects the attention to something that is more than the statement. Because as you said. I'm here, I'm alive, I'm enjoying this moment. And then it says, you, well, this moment may not last forever, which is true, because this moment won't last forever, but there will be another moment and another moment till there is no moment. Yes. That, that it, and, and what you're saying is, right, you intellectually understand that, and it becomes challenging to, uh, to redirect the attention at that point and not go with conditioning into, yeah, this is a tragedy. Right. Yes. And yeah. you're watching how what you're watching is the, in the entire process here, having a good time, attention on a conversation, using a teaching of life, a fact of life, you could say, to basically direct the attention to the tragedy of that and your willingness not to go with it, to go, yeah, well, that is yeah. true. I am going to, uh, to take the next redirect. Right. That's, yeah. that's really what it's attempting to stop us from doing is, oh, it's a tragedy and I have to go down that route. Rather exactly. than, wait a second. Oh, wait a second. Yes. There may not, I mean, when this breath stops, there won't be another moment. So in, I'm going to continue to enjoy the moment I'm in now. Yes, in, exactly. In other words, death does not necessarily have to mean no life now. But that's what conditioning makes it into, right? A dualistic orientation where death implies an end that you've got to wring your hands over as opposed to just a fact of life that you can continue to live as long as you're alive. Exactly. And then I'm just in suffering until I die. And, you know, and death exactly. isn't a tragedy. It's not a no. tragedy. It's, just, it's what is. It's what happens. It's part of it. And um, it, it, so, and the 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 reader, the direction that the direction that ego wants me to go in is that it's a loss, that everything we lose everything, and that's a law, and that's something to be sad about and to be upset about, instead of the way we're approaching it in this class and the way we've approached it in practice, is that death is part of it, life, life takes form and then it goes out of form and it changes form and it and it's just I get to be part of that I get to it's a privilege to be part of that so anyway yeah thank yeah, you I mean I just stated Catherine yes we get to be part of it 
And uh, it's not so. And the thing is, right, the irony when we look at it that way and we really look at it is I'm not dead yet. Right. What it's going to be, I have absolutely no idea. It's a complete projection <laughs> what, what it's going to mean. Yeah. And so that's that redirect that you're embracing, which is, till that happens, I could either be in a conversation about how tragic an inevitable consequence is, or I can be here in this breath, enjoying this moment. Exactly. That's my choice, over yeah. and over and over again. Arising, 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 yeah. arising. And who yeah. knows what will happen when the breath stops? I don't know. But I'm, I'm still arising right now. Might as well yeah. enjoy it. Right. Yeah, yeah. So my part right now is arising. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this, is my, this, is my, this is my job. You yes, know, it's my... intention is. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, uh, yeah, gosh, it just, you know, and, and as you were speaking, you know, it's dropped in that, you know, life has taken really good care of me. I, I live, you know, Sherry talks about our privileged lives, and, and my life has been so privileged. It remains so. And I just feel life takes care of me, and, and life will take care of me in death, too. I mean, that, in other words, I mean, I have no beliefs about an afterlife or anything, but just... That the death is okay, that they're still caring in that, and they're still, it doesn't mean, well, I'm old and worn out and useless, <laughs> which ego would have me, you know, think, so, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Well, it is so. completely old the day it got created and completely useless, so we can say yes to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. That, yeah. So old sure. and tired and repetitive and useless, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Uh-huh. When you two were talking, I thought, joke on us if the, the moment of death comes and nothing changes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We just, go, we just go right on. Same karma, yeah. same belief system, same yeah. struggle, same different form. Oh, my goodness gracious. Wow. Mm. So we better pay a lot of attention to what we want to have go on, and it's not going to be that that uh, ego karma. Mm. Yeah. All right, here's our next caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Oh, hey, it's Mark from Chicago. Hey, Mark. What you seeing? Hey, well, what I've seen is I've got a project going out in the far back end of our pasture, so I'm working out there, and I kind of – oscillate between ego torturing me about am I doing this right is there going to be a problem with the building and sitting in the middle of about the most beautiful place you could be and so what I've decided to do for these calls is to just stay out in the pasture usually I come in I sit in my office and I just sat next to the hay trailer and it's just so beautiful you know there's trees and woodpeckers and owls and coyotes and uh, I, I realized that I, you know, I don't have to let ego punish me over this building because I'm sitting out here in the middle of a beautiful place. I can just enjoy both. Yes, exactly. Oh, Mark, that's so that's so it. It's so perfect, isn't it? it yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, you. this is your life, as we were just talking about with Catherine, right? This is your life. And um, and and this is this is what you've got. It's there. It's there for you to enjoy, or 
you could turn attention to, oh, my God, what's going to happen? And what if there's a mistake? And what if it doesn't go well? And what if blah, 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 which it's been doing, yeah. trying to do all of your life. And to see it so clearly, I don't want to do that. <laughs> if there's a mistake, uh, well, I'll learn something. If something goes, in quotes, wrong with this, well, we can correct it. Right? There is no problem here. I want to enjoy it. Yeah, and I, I observed another thing. When I, when I wake up in the middle of the night, I, I don't wake up thinking about the trees and the owls and the woodpeckers. I wake up thinking That's about right. whether the building is plumb. And, and uh, right. it, it's, yeah, it's so helpful to remember to just stay focused on, on the beauty that's out there and not focus on... Well, you know, stay focused on the beauty. Let, let's end the sentence there, right? Stay focused yes. on the beauty. Because, yes. it, first of all, uh, with that, we, it's very clear what wakes you up, right? It's very clear what wakes us up in the middle of the night to torture us. It's not like, Oh, yeah. Right? And, and it's not beauty. <laughs> so, but there's beauty there in your life. Right? If you turn your attention to it, there's just as much beauty there in the middle of the night in your life as there is out in that pasture. Right? Because the beauty is in you. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah? yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's so another one that's great find. <laughs> yeah, in, the, in that way that, you know, sometimes we talk about, you, you know, most people know my favorite is I choose unconditional love. But choosing beauty is just as valid. I choose beauty. I choose beauty. And then in the middle of the night, I'm just going to start a list of all of the beauty that exists in my world. Not just, you know, forget the rest of the world, just my world. I'm going to go through a list of all the beauty, all the ways that I experience beauty. You'll be asleep in no time. (laughs) You know, the other thing that I have to be on the lookout for is I, you know ego tends to get me to gild the the beauty of other places so i start thinking about the monastery oh the trees and this and that and the stream and it's so beautiful but i'm not at the monastery i'm here you know but i That's have right. beautiful stuff here and so i That's right. i have to practice not transplanting my brain someplace i'm not when i can just be right here or, Mark, one of, the, one of my favorites is let your brain go to the monastery and you stay there in the beauty that surrounds you. Really? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, if ego wants to talk about the monastery, let it go talk about the monastery. Let it go to the monastery. What a relief. Right? And you keep your attention uh, where you are. I see, I see, I see. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. You just don't have to engage with it. You know, it's like, uh, I know this is a, something you're familiar with, you know. Uh, somebody wants to uh, be in an argument, okay? We've, we've proved to ourselves that winning an argument is not something that's ever going to happen. Right? <laughs> uh, right? Because it's an argument with ego, and we're never going to win that argument. And so what we've learned is, just don't participate. Yeah. Right? And that's the same process. Just focus on those trees, focus on the on the creatures, on the the green and the sky and the, there you are. It's where you want to live, where you want to be. Yeah. yeah. All righty, signing off from the beautiful pasture.
Oh, good. All right. That was a wonderful image, too, with all those creatures in that pasture. And well, yeah, yeah. In fact, you might just think about uh, moving into that building. <laughs> Put your office out there. Big windows, <laughs> office out there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, great. Um, Thanks, Jay. All right. Thanks, Mark. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, Mark. Oh, we can all go to that place so easily, right, Jerry? That place of yeah. just beauty. Yeah. Yes. And I love that. That uh, let's stop the sentence right there because the beauty is not out there. The beauty is in here. I mean, the beauty That's is right. Christ. Yes, we all. It's the owning the projection that we're talking about. That's that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If we think it's out there, then we have to chase it. But when we yeah. realize that the only thing we experience is what we're projecting, then when we're in the beauty, well, it's pretty undeniable mm-hmm. where we're having that experience. Yeah, and I love the comment about send the brain to the monastery because it is possible to do that. That's what it's doing all the time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, just let it go. Yeah. You you want yeah, to go. You want to go. Bye. Bye. Uh-huh. I'm going to be yeah. here. Yeah. The attention here. All right, here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, Ashwini. It's Loren in Connecticut. Hey, Loren. What are you seeing? Hi. Um so one of the places that I've been practicing with this is um with discomfort in the body, um, I have found that it's easier to practice this with um, physical discomfort than with emotional discomfort. And um, I have a part of my experience that involves um, some physical pain. And when I'm coming from the lens of ego, it just it feels like that part of my body is like a like it really feels like a cinder block actually like like you know my pelvis is cement and there's all this resistance to saying oh you you can't even put your attention there I mean everything's just stuck and um, one of the only ways I have found relief actually is through putting my attention there and seeing how much sensation I actually can feel in that part of my body yeah, yeah. That there's a there's a, a way in which through your experience you're denying what conditioning is saying to you about it, right? That you're not, you're going to the truth of your experience. Is that what you're saying? Did I follow you right, Laura? Yeah, I I think so. It's sort of like I mean when I'm in when I'm with conditioning, I mean it really does feel like it's dense and hard and. Um, uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but when I um, when I do things like sometimes I'll actually put my attention there when I'm meditating, or I'll do a guided imagery to that part of my body or something, and um, then I feel all this sensation there and other sensation in the part of my body, and then it's sort of like my attention transitions to like the pleasure of feeling alive, almost. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Well, the pleasure of feeling alive, that's so, that is just the, that is the movement that we're making. Uh, if I may reframe it a little bit, right, Lauren, that it's the same process that we talk about uh, around a tree, 
if I'm lo- if, if if I'm looking at a tree in my mind, I don't feel alive. I'm looking at a tree in my mind. But if I redirect my attention to an actual tree and I'm there with the tree, right? If attention is on the tree, what I'm experiencing is the is life. It's not a projection of the mind that is my experience. And as you said, the quality of a mental experience is always in, hard and uh, unchanging, and it's got no juice. Mm-hmm. But the ability to redirect the attention to life and to, to life as in a particular location in the intel- of the intelligence that animates in your body allows you to have that same shift of uh, experience. It's not hard. It's not brittle. It's not anything like the conditions labeled. It's just simply sensations, which is the pleasure of being alive. Because you're sentient. Mm. And I, I know, so for me in practice, one of the areas where I have had, ego has created the most resistance is to having a meditation practice. Like it can't keep me from the radio show. It can't keep me from recording and listening. But it has um, really put up a tremendous fight around um, having a meditation practice to the point where there were times where I could only meditate when I was at the monastery. And um, because what it says is I'm only going to feel that block, I'm only going to feel that resistance, that tension, and when I, I have been attempting to meditate and, and doing it most days recently, um, the resistance doesn't go away. Like I still do have that sense of something tight and discomfort, but it's just sort of like even being with that, there's an, a sensation of aliveness even in, in like noticing the tension and the resistance and the discomfort. Mm. It's the ultimate and the, the Zen meditation teacher's uh, thing of this too shall pass, right? Because if we understand the process of ego as you're laying it out for us, it basically wants you never to meditate. Because if you do meditate, what you're doing in actuality is not meditating, but going up against the resistance and going for your own experience. Mm. That's all that's happening. <laughs> Whenever we're blocked <laughs> around yeah. something... It, what we wear away is the resistance, first of all, right? If it can produce a resistance that is so immovable, so intractable, that it can keep you off the cushion, then it has, it, it has the upper hand. But if it's encountering a willingness to, despite that resistance, to sit on the cushion and have your own experience and go, I can sit with ego resistance all day for the rest of my life there's a way in which that resistance will be worn away eventually because that too shall pass. But only if I'm willing for cultivating the attention to the experience of sitting as sitting actually is rather Mm -hmm. than the experience of ego telling me how sitting actually is, which is don't do it. Because hypothetically speaking, this is what your experience is going to be. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for reflecting that. Um, yeah. Mm. yeah, it's big. It's so big, Lauren. I mean, and, and as, as, as you've seen with other processes, you fall into, or you fall in love with, or fall into embracing something that ego has kept 
away from you because at some point as you keep showing up, the resistance is what gets worn away. And then you get to have a complete experience of what it's like to sit rather than only what it's like to sit with ego. Or not sit at all and just be with ego. <laughs> we have those three choices. <laughs> yeah, right now it is a lot of sitting with resistance and a lot of sitting with like feelings that would get labeled as anxiety, but I sort of am somehow enjoying even doing that a little bit right now. <laughs> so, exactly. Um, <laughs> I mean, would never have believed that was possible. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. If I was yeah. a lawyer, I would say I rest my case. <laughs> mm. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Lauren. So, 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 what what you two just laid out, what what Lorenz presented and and you reflected, is a a a how to. There's a, that's a manual for ending suffering. Mm-hmm. If somebody wants to, you know, you hear something like waking up and ending suffering. Well, okay, our heck can sort of picture not suffering, but how do you do that? That's it. So the the, the pieces that uh, I'm very excited to underline. One is the physical, and the other is the mental, emotional, spiritual, right? And there's a block in each one. There's a block in the body, and there's a block in the mental, emotional, spiritual. And so in Zen, you know, we talk about body and mind are one. Of course, everything is one, but, you know, we experience it as body and mind are one. And so to realize that that the, the block in the mental, emotional, spiritual is being held in place by the block in the body. You can't sit with that because it's too awful, right? Your experience of it is too awful. So we can see how then everything just stays locked in place and how beneficial to ego, right? But then we practice more and practice more and practice more and we keep hearing these uh, wing nuts talk about uh, enjoying anything. Right, uh, and so all right, now I'm ready to sit down and see what it's like to be with that thing that I have been told all of my life is so hideous I can't possibly be with it, and that's where the joy is that Laurent is pointing at. That's where that's where the life is. Suddenly, uh, I'm aware of that juice. Right, it's right there. And each time now that I come to this, what, what I'm actually experiencing is my willingness to face this. That's mm. where, uh, right, that, that's where the excitement is. That's that flutter of, ah. okay, and, and now the, we're in the process of that resistance just falling apart. Yes, well, and, it, you know, it's it, it, beautifully laid out. And what, what I heard you, what I heard, and what you said, Sherry, is that resistance, the block, is always life juice being blocked, exactly. right? So if I'm exactly. willing to face the resistance and and uh, get out of the resistance, what happens is the unblocking of a life force. That's why I feel alive. It yes. it returns to me. And that, that's really the movement that I'm making. So if I'm willing to sit with anything that's blocked, whether it's in the body or the mind or the energy or the emotion or whatever it is, it, the, it, the, the resistance is holding the life force in itself 
and facing That's it right. is what is the relief. That's exactly it. And as Lorenz started us off with, that, that is why meditation, <coughs> excuse me, meditation is something yeah. that very, very, very few people are allowed to do. Yeah. Very few. Because that's where, that's, you know, everything we've been doing in the year long, you're just noticing. What is meditation? Well, you sit down, you sit still, and you notice. Well, you're going to see a lot. <laughs> yeah. And ego has no... Uh, no defense against that. If you notice, you're going to see. And so the only way it can maintain control is not to let you sit down, sit still, and notice. Yes. Yeah. It's very powerful. Yeah. Exciting. All right. Thank you, Sherry. All right. Thank well, you, thank everybody. you. Go happy. Yes. Thank you, everybody. Go happy. <laughs> <laughs>